everybody is doing well out there and staying healthy. Welcome back to the CFL Podcast. Today's episode is a little bit different. Today I sit down with Albert, who has been with uh, CFL for a long time and a strength coach here, and we talk about his first weightlifting meet as well as other current events in the fitness industry. So it's a little bit of a different episode, and I hope you guys enjoy. So basically, the name for it was, I was going to call it Shoot in the Fit. Shoot in the Fit. <laughs> Oh, okay, I got it. You know what I yeah. mean? And then I thought, and then when I said it like the second or third time, basically every time I thought about it from that point forward, it got less cool. <laughs> so, it wasn't one of those names that I thought might stick, but for right now, that basically sums it up. Shoot and I think, I was honestly thinking about it, I was like, it's actually a nice balance because what we'll do is like, I'll bring more of like the uh, like CrossFit news, which yeah. you obviously know about, and, and as well, not necessarily news, but just like whatever it takes in our hot, or, hot you takes. Know, Hot takes yeah. on current events in the CrossFit Our world. Our two cents. And then yours in like the uh, in the weightlifting in the weightlifting world. And then I thought it'd be funny because the two would collide. So we were just saying prior to this the discussion because I just got an email. Literally, it's three ten, it's three fifteen as we're recording this. So just five minutes ago, and they've been sending us the like who the affiliate reps are for each mm-hmm. like breakdown. They announced the first couple. I assume they'll announce these on some sort of uh, like Instagram or whatever as well too. Like, they choose the representative. Yeah, and that's, cool. a, and that's a great point. So I think they look at them because, like, they probably just look at the gym, how well the gym is done. And assuming that you've been around for 10 years, yeah, I would assume that your gym is doing pretty well, yeah. right? Because a lot of them pop up and go. Unless you just but have, like, know. the funds to f- pump out at a gym for 10 years. And, <laughs> and just keep gym, it afloat. Yeah. Yeah, not in California, that's for damn sure. Yeah. Um, all right, so what, uh, so, so just some affiliate reps. Also, too, CrossFit just got purchased. By Eric Rosa. That's right. Um, I had heard that, you know, CrossFit was going to have a new CEO and owner, um, but I guess it's official now. It is. No, they signed it. The acquisition is done, and they officially announced it, I think that was like two days ago. They shot us an email, and they're like, we wanted you affiliates to know first, and like 10 seconds later, it was on like Twitter and like everything else. You know how that goes. They yeah, it's, like it's the MailChimp email, and then they just <laughs> set it to like 11.01 and then 11.02. It just goes to the platforms. Yeah. But yeah, so that's that's signed, still and delivered. So it'll be interesting because we'll probably over the next month or so hear a little bit more from him. But I imagine for the first like three to six months, he probably won't change anything, especially like through this COVID thing. Yeah. Like you're not going to come in and just like mix it up too quick, but... I imagine uh, over the next three to six months, we'll slowly start to see more and more stuff that he'll be doing. From yeah, I'm, I'm like with, I know things about like the CrossFit community, but I don't look too deep into him. Can you like tell me a little bit more about him? He's like an affiliate owner, right? Yeah, and so he owns CrossFit uh, Salinas in Denver, Colorado. He has for 10 years or more than 10 years. Prior to that, that was just kind of his, uh, that was him and his wife's gym. Okay. And then his other company that he ran, Datalogic, was a data analytics company that analyzes data for digital advertising. Mm-hmm. And he sold that company for $1.2 billion with a B. Okay, so um, CrossFit's kind of going to, you know, he, hopefully he has enough focus <laughs> with CrossFit being the new CEO and owner that... Uh, yeah, I think there's going to be a lot of different... Good. Yeah, I think there'll be a lot of different changes, at least as far as like analyzing the data yeah. that I'll have and then using some more advertising or, I mean, there wasn't any advertising. Yeah, hopefully advertising he's before, able to so. turn CrossFit into another billion-dollar company. Dude, I I don't know. I don't want to put too much into it, but as you look into it, you're like, this is odd. It's almost like too, like he almost fits the bill like too, too perfectly. Yeah. Uh, 
Because it's also the other thing is Datalogic was voted uh, one of the top 10 best places to work in mm-hmm. the U.S. in like 2011 or something like that. Yeah. I talked about it in another, um, another uh, podcast where I, I had all the facts in front of me. Yeah. But yeah, so he sold that. Then he worked for Oracle as their – Oracle was the company that bought it. And then he worked for their, as their senior – uh, VP of their data cloud storage, like, yeah. uh, you know, department, if you will. And um, he, I don't know if he still currently did that or if he was doing that. I don't know if that ended or if, or if he was still doing that up until the purchase of CrossFit. Mm-hmm. But he also got it. It's a Berkshire um, Investments. I think what the other one's called. Berkshire Capital or something like that mm-hmm. funded the uh, purchase of CrossFit. So he didn't even put okay. up, I don't know how much of his own money he actually ended up putting up into it. I'm sure... A, a bit, yeah. but I don't know. Enough to and I don't know it. how much. I don't know how much it sold for. What do you think it sold for? If you had to guess blindly, because I mean, the net value. Just like of could everything. You, could you give me a number of how many affiliates are there? So they've always touted the fifteen thousand affiliates. Fifteen thousand worldwide. Worldwide. Okay. And I don't know, and they pay about three thousand dollars a piece, some okay. less, uh, because they're grandfathered in earlier. Yeah. But. I don't even know if that 15000 is true. It's more or less. They just always kind of blanketed statement mm-hmm. 15000 and then they just like kept it that blanket statement of 15000 for, I don't know, the last like three years. Maybe I'm low-balling, but I would say somewhere between maybe 40 and 50 mil. 40 and 50 mil? I mean, like to buy it from Greg, right? He They would be buying it from Greg. Yeah. It'd be tough to like put it in like the twenty five to thirty or thirty five range. I think it would be higher. I, like just as like the net value. Am I am I low? Am I high? Yeah, I think you're low by about almost ten x. Oh, I'm really? guessing like five hundred million. Yeah, I'm wow. guessing where it would probably in there because think about it. So you have your fifteen thousand affiliates, right? And let's just call it three thousand dollars for that. Yeah. I mean, do the math on that real quick. It's like what forty five million in its own yearly income just from that. Now you have the separate CrossFit Games, which is twenty dollars a pop to do the open. The numbers have declined over the last year or so, but they're still getting upwards of, you know, one hundred and fifty thousand people. Yeah. So that's another annual income stream of a couple million right there. Now, you also got to take in a fact of training. So they have the L one seminars that go for a thousand dollars a pop. That up until COVID, they usually had two to four of them going on almost every single week on worldwide. Okay. And those things were selling out at 40 to 60 participants per yeah, one. There are a lot. Because if you think of yeah. you know, affiliates um, and then how many people range in an affiliate and how many people right. of those members like become coaches, you know, it ends up multiplying itself out. So. Exactly. And so if you figure every single, like let's say they do a sellout of 40 people uh-huh. at an L1, that's uh-huh. 40 grand right yeah. there for that weekend. And then let's say they're doing three of those. That's 120k for that weekend. Okay. And then you say there's 52 weekends in the year that they're okay. essentially running. I guess the um, intellectual property itself is worth, you know. Probably that number on its own that you yeah, said. Yeah. Because if like, you're handing out a certificate, and then you have, you know, what does CrossFit have? Like 25 different certificates. So each one of those is probably like... What do you mean, like for their seminar stuff? Yeah. No, they scaled it back. So they used to be part of like the gymnastics, the Oli and everything else. Yeah. But prior to that, so 2018, I think it was, they converted all those to like a licensing fee. So CrossFit didn't 
cu- like curated itself back that they just have a handful of online courses okay. that are like 60 bucks a pop and then they have the L1 the L2 and then you move into L3 L4 which are tests and they don't okay. gross as much as the other two that would be like a weekend seminar so you would yeah so you essentially own the rights of that yeah and then you would own the rights to what the big thing which you're saying those are like licensing for the name yeah. because now all those other certificates which is like the OLE there used to be mobility mm-hmm. there was even like a cooking one at one time but anyhow you yeah that's I, I just knew that you know at one point they'd had like all the logos on their website of all the different um, all the different courses. Right. And yep. I was like, These, yep. that's a lot of logos. <laughs> yeah, well, they had like rowing. Yeah. They had strongman. Yeah, like powerlifting. I was like, no. that's a little, it's a little out there, and you know. Well, the the interesting thing is, is they used to have good coaches for each one of them. Mm. When when it was early. Yeah, when it was like the one course, like. Yeah. Or the one course that they offered in like one spot, so like people had to travel to it. I'm assuming. Or like they travel step. around. Yeah. yeah that, I or mean, they tra- Yeah, that works too. And and I no, I agree. But they used to get everybody that was like almost an expert in that field within that own ecosystem. Uh-huh. But it's interesting because some of the stuff with HQ is like as those relationships as the years go on and those relationships change, some of the people just kind of like fall off. Oh yeah. And so it's always interesting. Like you know, was it was it something with the culture of like dealing with like Greg or dealing yeah. with like you know having to do that in general. I, I don't know. I didn't have to deal with them that level, so totally just speculating. But um, to dovetail off to another, uh, a whole other crazy side of it, I want to get in real quick to the, uh, we were discussing our memory road of John North. And oh, yeah, shout out to John North. Shout out to John North. And let's, well, let's talk briefly about what was his federation thing. Do, uh, you, do you remember? Yeah, in like 2016, he opened up his own weightlifting federation and right. called it the um, American Weightlifting Federation. Okay, that's it. American Weightlifting Shout federation. out to the AWF. Shout out. How long did that last for? Dude, I don't even know. Like, uh, maybe he held on to it for, like, two years. I'm assuming, like, maybe the the trademark gave out or he had to pay the fee and then just dropped it. <laughs> I don't know. If he ever hears this, we'd love to know. Yeah, shout um, out to John North. Wait, wait, oh shit, we don't have any video of anything. We gotta like do fake clips so we can just post sound bites and then like okay. tag people. Yeah. In the future. Well uh, that's noted for the next podcast. Yeah, it's not that we're hating on you, John North. You're just like you've got so many good stories that uh it's it's good it's nice to share with people, especially people that are getting into weightlifting and um all the people that have gotten into weightlifting because of John North, you know, that's a special it That's really a special was. guy. I miss the you know bar slams and the crazy stuff yeah. that you would always see. He's doing pretty well for like considering all the things that's happened to him recently, like with his like Health. his heart, like yeah. he, he pretty much died like two well, years ago. Really? Is yeah, that, like, it was that bad. I mean, like, I knew there was something that happened with him. Yeah, the story goes like he was at the uh, at the zoo with his family and like pretty much had a heart attack and like flatlined, Whoa. and now he wears like a pacemaker on his heart just in case like. Like, so he has, like, a circle by the circle tattoo that he has. Yeah. Add to no Nation. Shit. And, uh, yeah, now he's a lot smaller. He's probably, like, 89 kilos. I think that's what he's trying to lift at. But okay. he's still snatching 140. He's still yeah, wow. he's still snatching, like, 140 wow. and, like, clean and jerking 160. Yeah. Which is, like, good to see. He's always been a way way better snatcher than a, than a clean and jerker, but he's still pushing numbers. <laughs> So what was the com- was the AWF like going to be the competitor to the USA weightlifting? Is that I'm going to be hundred percent honest. I just feel like he wanted to do it because like, you know, he can do it. Like if okay. he tri- it's like if he puts his mind to something, why not? So 
I'm sure there's a lot that goes into having your own competitive like federation like, know, system, <laughs> like system of operation, like. Uh, it just seemed like a really big task. You know. In. I, what better I, way? Yeah. What better way to promote a federation than to have a meet? So, um, you know, it was my first ever weightlifting meet. I. I've always put off like lifting and competitively. I just enjoyed being in the gym, but like that kind of juiced me up. I was like, okay, I go to this. Vegas isn't that far. Like yep. you and Doug were yep. there for me like a hundred percent, and uh, that was just a crazy time. It was at the Bellagio, wasn't it? Was that where it was at? Uh, it was one of. It wasn't the Bellagio, but it was uh, another one with that kind of same name. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I forget. Um, Mandalay? No. No. Jesus. Well, it's been that long and <laughs> yeah. nobody knows. And clearly we don't travel. Well, you've been in Vegas all the time, but not to the Strip, so. Yeah, it was. It was um, in the Mirage? No, that No, was it. it's, fuck. <laughs> I'm going to, I'll look it up, but I'm going to, I'm going to keep talking because. Yeah. Uh, well. The, the best thing about that meet was <laughs> that him and Pat Mendez, if you don't know who Pat Mendez is, you can Google Pat Mendez. Squat and 600 pounds every day. Yeah, squat 600 pounds every day. He's been Dude, doing that. How long that. did he do that for Dude, I think he's he was like, not I think he it. is. No. Yeah, he's like traveling. I um. What? Yeah, he's like traveling and he's like, uh, a, he's, he's a salesman. Like he sells alarms, I think. But he's still squatting every day. 600 pounds? Yeah, but I think he goes on and off. He doesn't let other certain things get in the way, but he's pretty adamant about it. Wow. He like travels with, uh, with weights in his car and like, <laughs> like two, like six, two hundred, uh, 600 pounds is 272 kilos, so, like, he's at least traveling with that in his car, plus an extra, like, 50 or, like, 100 kilos in, like, other plates, so. If you guys don't know who Pat Mendez is, go look it up real quick, and the reason why I'm so, like, astonished by this is because literally, like, two years ago, he was doing the squat every single day, 600 pounds. Yeah, he went for, he like, 200-something like, days. Yeah, I remember he had a count on it for a while, and so it's just amazing that Yeah, if I could later. squat 315 pounds every day, I probably could, but still, that's pretty tedious to do, <laughs> yeah. like, just one squat, or maybe, if it was even, like, a little bit more, like, 405. Do, that's you, still... do you remember what he squatted, I mean, what he uh, snatched at the meet? Uh, probably, like, 180. Um, I, did, him and John were like trying to go back and forth on like some heavy numbers. Um, <laughs> and what made me make this whole thing up is do you, what was the Instagram so we could tell me about like keep pulling. Yeah, I think calls? keep pulling posted uh, one of those uh, question bubbles on their story. They're yeah. like tell us some interesting uh, stories like from your meet. One time at the weightlifting meet. Dot, yeah. Dot, 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 to, like fill in the blank. And so <laughs> I was a little bored yesterday and. Um, I feel like not a lot of people know this story, except Matt and I, um, because we were there. But at this first weightlifting meet, the AWF inauguration meet, um, John North was in like the heavier weight class, 105, 105 plus probably. And him and Pat were trying to hit some big numbers. Like that was the whole hype about it. Yeah. Um, it was like center stage. Yeah. Like the lift was, the meet was over. Yeah. It was just these two guys. And uh, John ended up missing his first three snatches and then got a fourth <laughs> snatch attempt which he went up in weight for i think he missed like 163 times and then put on 165 and made that 
and like <laughs> wait wait there is a whole thing because he comes out and he misses the first one right yes and then I, I specifically remember us being like oh that's not that's not a great start then he comes out again the second one and we're like what if he misses this and sure as shit he misses it yeah. we're like what if he bombs at his at his, at his own meat like the first meat like <laughs> I kind of would rather maybe I just swallow it and eat it and be like hey that's what weightlifting is like yeah. You, sometimes you bomb out at your meat, but people would people would respect <laughs> that, but it wouldn't make a good story. No. It so then he comes out and he misses the third lift. Like I said, at one sixty. Now one, somebody comes yeah, over. Whoever was uh, calling for the uh, for the weight changes and stuff. Whoever was doing that for that day, literally comes on the mic. It is like due to a technicality in like a rest period. Remember, because he was <laughs> yeah. like following himself. Yeah, something was wrong with his clock, or like something was wrong with the bar. Yeah, it was some sort of technicality. They were like, so technically the the third lift didn't count, and we're gonna give John a chance. <laughs> a fourth attempt to do it again, and he's gonna go up and wait. <laughs> Let's hear it for John Norris. <laughs> so obviously it was all hype after that, and we wouldn't do it. But he made the lift. He made. He, the made, fourth lift. he made the fourth lift. Like so. But it's a good thing, like, maybe he counted it in their record books. Does he... I don't know. Do they have a record books? The question <laughs> is, though, is, it was there ever an AWF meet after that meet? I think there was maybe three. In total? I, or, like, four in Three, three. yeah, four in total. Oh, my gosh. Okay. All right, well, that's more than I thought. For some reason, I thought that they had one meet, went all out in Vegas, yeah, and then all, that was it. Just all those sad, other meets like, were definitely meets that I didn't want to travel to, like maybe Kentucky. <laughs> like, I don't even funny. know what the main airport is in Kentucky, <laughs> which, you know, don't rag on us because we're fucking from California. Right. But no, we don't, uh, not well-traveled, but we know the... Yeah, um, Las Vegas is like eight hours away. We know the affiliate rep. Dale King. Oh, we shout out! Shout out to Dale King if we where ever the, get to Kentucky. Where the uh, where the where the show started at. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so I think after, what who oh Jared Arrington that was who else was in that meet with yeah. you and he had that bar slam and the, whoever runs that Instagram account of Keith Pulling who put the question which kind of spotted us to uh, remember this and then tell you guys here but uh, what was um. Uh, what was his that deal with the bar slam, right? Didn't he do like four hundred? Jared Arrington, yeah. Like, Jared entered bar slam, but it like fell. Yeah, he like slammed the bar and it kind of just carried a little too far out, probably. <laughs> um, but I'm not gonna lie, I was the guy that took second behind Jared Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> we kind of opened at the same weight, and I, I think he missed his first, um, and then I made on the clean jerks, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and then I missed my second, which was like 160 or 165, and then I went up to 165, and I ended up making that. But nobody remembers that because <laughs> it's literally the, the phrase, nobody remembers who came in second place, because Jared Henderson took his third attempt at 182, which is 400 pounds, and the rest was history, and he, yeah. he got made on one of those dope videos. <laughs> <laughs> Like, they would never put a weightlifting meet off the top floor of any hotel, so I don't know why it went through so many floors. <laughs> Maybe it went out, came out the other side, like, uh... That you know. video, that video was hilarious. And then, you know, I think two years later, Jared, uh, Arrington went on to go to the CrossFit Games. Yeah, man. He, like, moved to Invictus. Well, him and John North were doing a ton of this weightlifting seminars. They were doing seminars together, after yeah. That. Um... They're like old teammates from Cal Strength. So. Is that what it was? Yeah. Oh, Jared went to Cal Strength? Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. He, um, 
he has an interesting story too. Uh, oh. The fact that he even made it to the games is pretty impressive, especially as a weightlifter, because you know but, weightlifters aren't exactly um, known for like endurance or you know. I wouldn't say they're not known for athletic ability because you know there, there's a lot of weightlifters that are Every, do other shit like yeah, plyos or a lot of high jump. level uh, weightlifters have it could do like Ontario splits and like backflips and like yeah. a bunch of other stuff. So sometimes there's a lot of athletes. They're not good at basketball or <laughs> like soccer, um, but they're athletic in their own way. But for Jared to go from weightlifting to CrossFit, which something CrossFit is something that you need to you know, do well in multiple different things. You don't right. need to be great. It takes a long time yeah. to, like, you know, gain capacity and all of them. Even at um, the time where they were still doing the regionals and you had to make the cut on regionals, um, yep. that's a pretty tough cut to, yeah, like, that make is. regardless. That was um, yeah, that was a while ago. Because they haven't had regionals in a few years. Yeah. So, shout-out to Jared Enderton, Enderton too, man. Yeah, um, shout-out to Jared Enderton, shout-out to John North. Dale King. Yeah, shout <laughs> to Dale King. Your credit to everybody uh, on the podcast. Shout out to Keep Pulling. Uh, for oh, yeah, the Instagram. The Instagram. I would say I would link all of them below, but I'll probably get lazy and not <laughs> do that. You know what you can do if you have time? You can probably find the AWF video with John and Pat. Oh, and for sure. Snatching. Yeah, yeah if, you, um, if you throw that in YouTube. Because I've, I've definitely found it, so I know it's out there and... I cut the vi- I cut the video so I know that there's four snatches. There's evidence that there's four snatches. <laughs> there's yeah, evidence. like you can't delete that third one. Exactly. Well, I think if we uh, if we end up doing more and more of these and we tend to uh, enjoy it here, we could even get a setup where we'll have like a video at one point that we could like bring them Just up. Just log it in, yeah. Yeah, on the on YouTube. I yeah. I've done that with a couple of the uh, earlier podcasts. Well, I think um, I think that'll you want to wrap the first episode there. Yeah, that I think sounds, that'll be good. That sounds pretty good. We'll uh, look at more random stuff to bring to our audience here to talk about. Yeah, <laughs> we'll uh, we I like how it was funny how we we're like we would do current events at the beginning and then we totally just like veered to like discussing like old memories and that's how it's gonna go on this podcast. So uh, hang on for the wild ride. Yeah, man, and, that's and, fun. Unless you find another name, we're gonna stick with uh, shocking fit. Oh, shoot. shoot, shoot fit, shooting the fit, <laughs> shooting the fit. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening guys and I hope you have a great rest of